All right, BradCooney.com would like to welcome to the show singer-songwriter Anthony Q, a.k.a. Vibe King. What is up? Man, what's going on with it? Man, you're keeping busy, I see. Man, yeah, yeah, gotta, gotta stay working, man. The only way to uh, accomplish the goals I'm trying to accomplish. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> man. All right, so before we get into your latest projects, tell my listeners a little bit about you. Um, like, when, when, when and how did you first get into uh, making music? Oh, uh, well, I first started off uh, in a singing group um, in, in high school, my uh, ninth grade year. Um, of course, I had been singing, you know, I uh, grew up singing in church, as well as my father was a background singer for a lady named Paris, who was signed with Sony uh, in Germany. Oh, wow. Um, so I've been around music my whole life, but um, I started kind of getting into, like, recording music with the singing group that I was in at the time. Um Probably, yeah, like my ninth grade year, so we're going to, I mean, it was early 2000, so I've been doing it now, um, I would say, just say professionally, um, on and off, of course, for like the last 15, 15, almost 20 years. So you've been doing this a minute now, man. It's not like you just came on board. When, uh, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. when did you know this is what you wanted to do? I know you talked about your pops, and um, you know he was actually signed to a, to a deal. Did you know, like, early on, or is this something that happened a little bit later in life? I, uh, kind of, it, it just started to develop more uh, in high school. I, I kind of, because, you know, I uh, also played ball, right? And so that was at a point in time where my mom wanted me to focus on, you know, she wanted me to be involved in extracurricular activities, mm -hmm. but not so much when it took me away from, you know, school. So after uh, about my 11th grade year, is when my mom was like, look, you're going to have to choose one, you know what I mean? And <laughs> and at the time, it wasn't so serious as far, it was just like the attention that music on it, right? Yeah. And it was like, man, 2% of people make it to the NBA, so, like, I'm going to go with music, you know, music's fun, so, mm -hmm. you know, that's kind of what I decided, probably around about 17. Yeah, man. Anytime, like, the NBA, NFL, NHL, Major League Baseball, it's so hard to make it to that level, man. There's so yeah, much you competition. Be, you gotta be super, super good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously, you really do. You really do. Yeah, and, right. I, and I stopped growing after my eighth grade year. I was like, I've been six two since eighth grade, and I didn't grow anymore. So I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, man. Um, all right, so I heard one song, and but I, I'm not sure which one's newer. I read your bio, so you dropped a track called Monster. Is that your most recent, or have you dropped one since then? Uh, I have dropped a, a new one. A new one called "Missing You" is a uh, um, is, is the newest record. And I got a couple of features on there. Quite a few, matter of fact. Um, um, four. Well, but just two, three verses. But I got like four different people on there with me. But oh wow, uh, "Monster" is yeah, uh, "Monster" is one of my newest records. It's like my second newest. Okay, so I heard. Let me scroll down my notes here. Um, I don't want to say the word, but it's because it's the N-word song. It's the OG advice, yeah, OG advice, yeah. That's what that's what it's really called. A lot of people, because of the the chorus, right, get caught up in in that. And um, it was a thing with the LP version when my producer sent it to me. It comes across as young 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 nigga, but it's yeah. not. It's really called OG advice. So anytime oh, okay. somebody goes strange, it if you look up Anthony Q, it's really called OG advice. Gotcha. So I heard that song, which I actually love that song, man. I loved it. I really did. Um, I liked the beat, and I liked, I liked, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I was, like, surprised 
Um, how, do I word, how do I want to word this? Um, you were like 20 times better than I thought you were going to be. I'll put it to you that way. Not, not that I had any reference, you know what I mean? You just kind of get, you just kind of get a hunch sometimes. Um, and when I heard you, I was like, "Holy shit, this dude's like the real deal." <laughs> when I when I listened to it. <laughs> yeah, man. You know what? And, and it's I'm very hard on myself. Like I said, I was in a singing group, and I was like the third best vocalist in the group, and there was only four of us. Yeah. So it took a minute um, to uh, understand the writing processes and the seriousness of the business, right? And understand that people like to hear a story within a creative cadence. And so I'm, I'm really even, you know, proud of myself um, of how I have evolved throughout these last couple of years. Nice. Well, it shows in that song, for sure. Um, Thank you. Tell me a little bit. I mean, I listened to it. Tell my listeners a little bit about the backstory of the song. Oh, man, it was crazy. So I already had a couple of records out, and I wanted and I wanted to tap in, uh, into the urban area a little more, right? I'm really, I'm really in love with um, pop music, some R&B, um, mm-hmm. alternative rock even, right? Like I like playing white tea. Oh, know? wow, nice. Yeah, I yeah. Listen to, yeah, grew, grew up listening to Maroon 5. Nice. And yeah. I knew, yeah, I, I knew that, you know, even the script, right? And, I, and even though I like that sound of music, I knew that we're in an era where if I wanted to do some urban music, I wanted to be able to tell the right message. I didn't want to, I didn't want to really say anything negative. I, I really try my best not to demean any group of people, right? Yep. Um, no matter the race, no matter the sexuality, I really try my best to, to not demean anyone, but at the same time give a positive outlook, even if I'm kind of giving constructive criticism. I literally, I went in the restroom one day, I was, wasn't using it, but I just like the excuses of how the restroom sounds. Yeah. So I'm sitting on the toilet, and I'm literally just like listening to a beat on the Bluetooth speaker, and I just started just saying "young nigga, young nigga" over again. And I was like, "Well, I was like, I don't really want to say young nigga, you know what I mean? Because you know it can kind of put a sour taste in people's mouth." But I was like, "It's the only way for me to convey the message the way I wanted to." Mm-hmm. And I just started to tap in to remember how many older, you know, older men came to me and was like, "Hey, man, I got friends dead in jail, and you really got to focus on." where you're trying to be in life, don't worry about who hating on you, mm-hmm. don't get caught up in street activity because this is the road that you, you know, you can end up, you can end up locked up, you can end up dead or in jail. And as I got older, I realized all these stories I hear, I can now tell, right? Mm-hmm. I got friends that, I got a friend serving life in jail right now. Uh, I got three or four friends that's dead. And so when I'm talking to those who are younger than me, it's always like, and you know what I mean? No offense, young nigga, man, you got to keep your head up. You can't, can't really tap into that band because it's a, it's a dead end street. So that's really man, how the record evolved from there. I mean, it took me maybe an hour to write that record. And I think I went and recorded it like a week later and it turned out great. Yeah, it really did. And that's what I got out of the song. When I listened to it, it's basically what I got out of it was an OG just telling the young kid, you know, hey man, you better, you better, you better start paying attention to things. And straighten up and listen up and uh i had to have that conversation with a 16 year old my friend's my friend tanya's son he's 16 he's starting to get a little trouble you know um he's, he's at that age where it can go it can go a couple of different ways and i had to have that oh, long yeah i had that long talk with him on my front porch in fact yesterday i was like look dude man you might maybe the navy or the military might be the best thing for you 
You know, because he's trying to get. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, my mom served. My mom served in uh, Desert Storm, and I saw that. You know, was yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I want actually, I wanted to talk about that a little bit because you're you're a military brat, um, and um, and then your dad. You mentioned that you got you, you know your talent from your dad, um, and, he, and I guess he's still your manager. So talk a little bit about your mom's military service because I think we know we we need to give her, her that respect. And um, also your pops, man. Talk about that a little bit. Well, well yeah, my mom was in the service for 13 years. Mm -hmm. um, we lived in, you know, from Germany to Colorado to Pittsburgh, you know, did quite a, uh, a little bit of traveling. And um, she had been in the service for over eight years before I was even born. Like, I think she enlisted oh, wow. at, no, 18. So she had been in there for 10 years. So she was only in there three more years after I was born. Uh, her and my uh, father, you know, and they unfortunately end up divorcing. Um, yeah. And yeah, man, my mom's a real headstrong woman, very um, on a business, man. She, you know, um, all about discipline, not in like, more in a structured way, though, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? She wasn't very handsy with the discipline, but very, you know, make your make your bed up, then no excuses made, right? She grew up hard and uh, militant in the country, um, was the oldest of all our siblings and so she's always been a leader and she's tried to teach me the same way and that's why like i know i'm really blessed man to to be where i'm at in in my life man because like i said i've you know i've been out i had the opportunity to be out here in these streets but because of how i was raised inside the household mm -hmm. i was able to dodge a lot of things and my father he's a hard worker he's always worked his whole life um he's very you know, um, headstrong. Probably why I remember my mom didn't work out, but, <laughs> you know, he's, he, yeah, he's very headstrong and it, it has, um, it has carried over to me. It helps me persevere when times are hard and, and I know no excuses can be made. You, you know, you only get paid from the work you do. Yeah, it's so important, man. I mean, you, you were blessed to have both your parents in your life. I mean, so not a lot of people can say that anymore, including white people. And, white, white, white people, man, the white exactly. divorce is getting bad too, man. Yeah, no, man, I'm telling, I'm telling you, man, we're living in the world now, and, and I think uh, I always try to tell people um, it's not just okay to be different. You want to be the difference, right? I mean, there's a in this world that we're living in, it's a narrative. It's either you or me, right? But, you know, when it's all said and done, we, we cut ourselves open. All of us got the same amount of organs, yeah. only unless you already had some type of surgery, right? Yeah. We got the same lungs, you know what I mean? So for yeah. me, I, what I try to do is... Not assume, right? Like I, I went to school uh, when I came back to America, and I was staying here. I think I had to be about seven or eight, and I was going in school out in Raleigh, Memphis, Tennessee, where I pretty much spent the majority of the rest of my life. And um, my kid, I'll never forget, his name was Randy, and he was he was a foster child, and. But because he went to a predominantly black school, man, he got picked on all the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was like my best friend. So I found myself getting into fights all yeah. the time because, yeah, defended him. you know, as, as a, as, yeah, it's like it's my friend. So, yeah. and I'm raised in the hood. So, like, in the hood, if you fight my friend, I got to fight you. And I didn't care if he was white. So, unfortunately, if you mess with him, yep. you know, we're going to jump on you. So, and, and it taught me a lot about the perception the perspective that everybody has on each other. We all feel like we know your life, right? No matter what, what it is you got, assets you yeah. have or don't mm -hmm. have, it's like, oh, if you're a black, then you must be this way. And if you're a white, then you must be this way. And sometimes it's the complete opposite. Like I, I wrote the song Monster, 
I went into a store, man, and it was nothing but Hispanics, right? Yep. And they were super friendly with each other, right? Like, you know, greeting each other. You could tell they didn't know each other, but they were super friendly. I went into the same store maybe three days later. I smoked vapes. So I'm going in there to buy me a vape, and there's nothing but black guys in there. Me, about three more, and you could cut the tension with a knife. And I'm licensed to carry, and I'm pretty sure everybody else in there had it on them. And you could tell, like, he was like the oh, wild, wow. wild west. Like, at any moment, it was everybody was prepared to do something to each other. And so for me, the work starts at home. You know, if you're white, you need to pay attention to your backyard. Because a lot of times, that's where the work needs to be. And if you're black, you need to pay attention to your backyard. You're trying. I'm so busy peeping over your fence, mm-hmm. and the problem's right in my backyard. So I try to tell people, let's not judge each other. Let's just try to understand each other, and we all evolve from there. That, it, it'll make the world a better place. Man, you, 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 you just so eloquently said how I feel. Oh, you, you're better at it than I am. You, 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 I'm, gonna, I'm glad I got this record. I'm going to steal. I'm going to steal some of your lines in there, man, for real. I mean, <laughs> I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Nah, for real, because you just laid out exactly how I feel about that whole situation with the whole race thing. Um, it's yeah, just, it's just so ignorant, man. Racism is so freaking ignorant. I just, it just burns my dang blood when I see that crap, man, for real. I just don't. Yeah, I, just but don't you gotta understand, I, I understand it more than a lot of people. Like I've, I've only had a couple of moments in my life where I felt like I was dealing with it right. Um, but you know, if somebody's 85, 90 years old, and that's all he or she knows, right? Yeah. Then it's hard. It's hard to really have any type of ill feelings towards somebody that grew up that way, right? That really. Is stuck in that mindset that hey, this is the way it's supposed to be. Like my children, right? My, you know, um, I got nieces and nephews as well, and they got a very diverse uh, crowd of friends, right? They don't know what I may know, and they may not know what you may know. Yeah. And I like it that way. Like, just let the word evolve, man. It'll. I feel like over the course of a period of time, we'll start to see the shifts that's needed to make the come along. Yeah, your phone's breaking up, bud. Can you hear me? Oh, I'm sorry. Is it, is it bad? Now it is. Yeah, it's good. If you can get somewhere with it. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Probably the headphones. I got my, okay. my headphones on. Normally, I'm able to be heard a little better. It's all good. I can hear you, yeah, real, I can hear you real good now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully we just make the world a better place by just focusing, having a sense of accountability, right? And that'll make it better as well, so... Yeah, man. You know, I try to make my music around. My my father was born in 1922, and he died in he died in 2006. He was 84. He was he's old school, and I'm bringing this up because of what you said about um, you know people that that's all they know, that's all they were born into. My father was strange like that though, because my dad told us when I was growing up that he didn't want us dating black people. He said, "I don't he said, I don't want you dating a black girl." But you know what was strange about my dad? If my father saw a black guy broke down on the side of the road, 100 out of 100 times he'll stop and help that guy. But yeah. but he didn't want us dating black girls. I don't think, you know, and that's another time. I've talked about that a lot, you know, and and I've told people, you got to understand, in that era, it could have been like a parent's job is to protect their children, right? Mm-hmm. And so... Even parents are older time, because I know my mom never explained anything from most of the time. Like, if she said don't do it, she just said don't do it. Yeah. I'm not going to give you a yeah. complete dialogue of why not to do it. Right. I just told you not to do it. Right. And so if, if your father was saying it and you're growing up in 19, 
40, 1955, and you, you know, you see a black woman and she's attractive to you and you want to date her, think about, man, the trouble that you all could have got into. Think about the issues and the, and the, and the things that y'all could have ran into. So mm -hmm. as a parent, he's like, well, don't do that because I may have to kill somebody for trying to kill you for doing yeah, it. Yeah, that's right? a really good and point. I, yeah. I, I, I would, <laughs> that's a good I point. I want that issue. That's a really good point. I never really thought about it that way. That's a solid yeah, point. Yeah, so it, it may not be because he was like, I don't want you dating that black person. Maybe, 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 maybe not. It could have just been that he was being a uh, father bear and was like, look, I know, you know, I, you know, that you may love and love, but at the end of the day, you're going to put me in a situation to have to defend you, and I can't fight a hundred men, right? Yeah. I can't fight a uh, hundred different human beings, so I would rather you just... Not me put not put me in a situation. At least let the word mm -hmm. evolve enough to be receptive to it, right? Mm -hmm. And um, and then maybe, but until then, yeah. it's a no go for me. Don't 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 put me in a situation. <laughs> you you know you, you might be onto something there. In my house on fire. Yeah, you might be onto something because, like I said, he was he was like he was so compassionate to people, no matter what color they were. But he didn't want us kids right. dating black girls, though. So you might be onto something with that, man. But all right, so let's yeah. get back on you. Let's get back on your uh, your, your your career. Um, so we talked about Monster, we talked about the other song that I can't say the title to. <laughs> um, what about, um, so give me, give me some more tracks. Now you got, you mentioned a little while ago you had, you had some newer stuff, so let's talk about that before we wrap it up. Yeah, I got Missing You, I got my, uh, my new cut, uh, one of my, one of my favorite records is my uh, song called Move On. I do love Missing You, um, because of the subject matter, but... One of my, my, my fonder records is a record by the name of Move On. And that's actually performing real well on Apple Music and Spotify. Nice. Um, you got videos for these? Uh, yeah, I just dropped the official video maybe four days ago. Nice. And, and we'll, I'll give you an opportunity yeah. in a few minutes to tell everybody where they can, where they can find those. Um, what about radio spins? You got any radio spins? Um, I've had a few, not as many as uh, one would hope. Um, yeah, it's tough. You know, I'm coming around to it. Uh, it's tough. It is, man. It's tough. But I got, I got an idea for you. I got a tip for you. Okay. Research colleges. A lot of colleges have radio stations, and it's a That's lot. True. Yeah, yeah I've heard that. It is. The second time somebody said that. Listen to what I tell you, because I know there's a band called Three Doors Down, a very successful rock band. Um, from Mississippi, they got like they went platinum. They sold like fifty million records, but that's one yeah, of the ways. Yeah, I know about three dollars down. Yeah, yeah. He, down the, is dope. the singer was on my podcast show, this podcast show, a couple times. His name's Brad Arnold, and he told me that one of the things they did is they hit colleges up hard, and colleges started playing their stuff, and that that helped them a lot to get into the mainstream radio. So hit up colleges because a lot of colleges will play your stuff. They'll just do it for free. They'll just do it. It's a lot easier to get spins in colleges. And a lot of kids go to the colleges, man. You know, you get, you get a lot of yeah, years with yeah, Exactly. That's true. This is true. Yeah, man. So, so definitely investigate I, get, I get a lot of college love as well. So that's, hey. that's, a, good, that's, a, that's a good lookout. Yep. College likes to download streams too, bro. <laughs> you know? Most definitely. Most, most definitely. Yep. So look into that. All right, so what about musical inspirations? Who's, who inspires you in music? Oh, man. Oh, man. It's so, it's so many. But one of the – it's actually a group. The group uh, Boys to Men. Oh, yeah. Of course. The main reasons I wanted to wanted to do music, man, they, they just seem to never miss, man. They're one of the groups that just <laughs> – I mean, just from, from the vocal arrangement to the writing, it was – 
it was some of the purest music I've ever heard. Dude, their, harmon their harmonizing was insane. Their, their harmonizing oh, was their insane. Harmonizing. Oh my god, it doesn't. It is is bar none the best. Even though they were discovered by one of the members of New Edition, yeah. I was like, New Edition can't can't touch them, man. I, I love New Edition, but yeah, no. Nah. Me, man, they, they they don't miss, man, and and that really made me. I want to sing, you know. Of course, I I grew up in the era of like R and B groups and um, B two K. I know it sounds. Ah, it sounds so crazy when I said it, but hey. 2K made me wanna like, oh my God, look how much the girls love them, right? Mm -hmm. So it made me wanna get out and hit a stage too. Absolutely, that, that inspired you. Is that wrong with that? That's that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> that's what's up. Have you done much live performing? Yeah, I actually did more live performing when I was in a group. Um, yeah, I had that chance uh, to tour with the Universal Soul Circus. Twice as a teenager, um, I actually had, um, and I did a couple of things. Uh, yeah, but I did a quite a few performances. I've only performed probably three or four times. I do have a show coming up um, in December, December the 15th, uh, at the Hard Rock Cafe in Memphis uh, with the uh, girl Mackenzie. And she's blowing. She's uh, a viral TikTok star. She was on The Voice. And she's super talented. Oh, I think I know who, I think I know who that is. You know, I do I do podcasts with the voice singers um, for twelve oh, seasons. Yeah. For twelve seasons, I know what you're talking about. And when is that show? Uh, December the fifteenth at the Hard Rock Cafe on Beale Street. You Memphis. know what? I might actually I might actually try to make that show, man, because I, I only live about two and a half hours from Memphis. Uh, that's dope. I, I try to make sure I tap in with you to remind you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do that. You got the number you called is my cell phone, so lock me in. I'm on definitely. All right, so uh, let's see. What are your goals, man? You got for? I can't believe it's almost 2022 already. So, what do you want to get done next year? Like all two, 2022. What do you want to get done? Uh, and it's gonna sound uh, crazy, man. I'm really, I'm really looking. There's three things I want to do. Uh, one, one, I want to go platinum. Of course. Next year, like the first time, I'm really coming hard out. Heck yeah. I want to go platinum. Uh, the second thing is, I want my music to be be the difference, right? I don't want to just you know, I don't want to gain the word and lose the soul, my soul in the process. So I really want to make a positive change in reference to, you know, like I said, especially inner city youth. You know what I mean? I want yep. kids to know that you can tell a different story and still make it. Because a lot of these kids, they really just want to emulate what they see. So mm. if I can make a difference, I can go platinum and, you know, and I can, you know, uh, create some generational wealth, you know what I mean, in the process. That'd be dope. So that was my goals uh, for 2020. Yeah, you, you, you. I mean, I've only known you for 20 minutes, so but I get the impression, like if you ever, if you ever landed a huge deal, and made a lot of money, you would give a lot of that money back to to uh, the community. I believe. I, 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 you, I just yeah, get that I, I vibe just, about yeah, you. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> yeah, I just get that I mean, vibe. We we only need a certain amount to really man change the world, man. I mean, even in the United States, it's only 300 million people. Yeah. Why would I need 300 million, right? Like, I don't really need 300 million, right? You know, um, yeah. I, live, I live outside of Jackson, Mississippi. I'm not too far from, from, from Memphis, like I said. And one of the best things that happened to Jackson, Mississippi is Deion Sanders came to town. Um, you know, he, he's, he's the coach of Jackson State. Showtime, time. Yeah, he's the he's coach of Jackson State, the football team now. And he's actually not only improved the recruiting, of course, I knew he was going to do that. I knew right away we were going to get better recruiting there. But he's also making a huge difference in the community about, uh, he's working on 
talking to the gang members in town and trying to help to get crime to come down because he wants to bring more more investors to come into Jackson and invest into the city, which obviously would create more jobs, which would get more kids off the streets, making an honest dollar. Oh, so that dude, man, he he man, he could run for mayor and win tomorrow. Everybody loves that dude in Jackson. He's really doing yeah, good. Yeah, he got a, he got a real fair heart too, man. And, and, yeah. and it takes a lot. People don't know that type of energy is infectious, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, a, a smile, a smile, you know, uh, that real Southern hospitality, it goes a long way. And, and you, you can appreciate somebody who doesn't have to do that, right? They got enough yeah. money to live their life and they can stay away from any foolishness. But for him to do that, that's, that's, that's real dope. I actually grew up, I'm still to this day, well, I'm a Tennessee Titans fan as well as a Cowboys fan because my whole yeah. family is a Cowboys fan. So yeah. I grew up that way. So I'm all, I'm, I'm, Head first with Deion Sanders. <laughs> I tell you what, you know, you know, you know, one of the things he does, man. I think it's, I think it's awesome. He'll put out. A, I, I follow him on Instagram. He'll put out a post on Instagram. He'll say, "I'm in the mood for some from some good soul, some some home cooked soul, soul food." He said, "Y'all, y'all hit me up, and I'm gonna pick somebody. I'm gonna come to your house and eat." And he, dude, he does it. Like grandma down the street, now she'll, she'll, you know, something like her her granddaughter will say, "Hey, my grandma makes the best, you know." Sweet potato pie and the, and the best ribs you'll ever have. Deion Sanders shows up at their house and eats, eats with him at their house. I mean, that's man, amazing. That is crazy. That is crazy, <laughs> man. Imagine the day that that would make for somebody else. I say that it's crazy. It's crazy that you said he did that. Not, not only once, but he did, he, he did it multiple times. And then there was this one guy who was uh, just a dude selling stuff on the corner. Not Nothing illegal. He was selling like... Um, I'm trying to remember what he was selling. I don't care. Maybe it was boiled peanuts or something like that. He was selling one of those street guys selling, and Deion Sanders uh-huh. put up an Instagram post, took a picture of the guy, and gave the address where the dude was, was selling his stuff. That dude ran out of stuff. He, he couldn't even. So many people. I mean, he made that he made that guy more money in one day. Than he made probably in three weeks. You know, Man, just, just from showing up. Just well, that's, that's, taking a picture with him and putting it on Instagram said, hey, go see my guy, you know, at, at Gallatin Street. He's selling, you know, I forgot what he was selling. But just, just some, you know, some stuff. And, man, that dude, he was racking up the money, man. So that's the kind of guy Deion Sanders is. That's why I love the dude. Oh, yeah, that's dope. I ain't going to lie. Like, I, you know, as, as a youngster, you don't really know their personalities. You're just watching them catch interceptions and right. kind of running back, you know, running back to a kickoff exactly. or whatever. Then you get th- it's really dope to see that he reaches out and touches people like that. He's, 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 like- I've been in Jackson area for 22 years now, and he is single-handedly, in my opinion, made the most positive impact anybody else has ever since I've been here, since, since Deion Sanders been yeah. in town, man. So, anyway, brother, I appreciate this. This interview is a lot of fun. Um, I want to give you an opportunity before we wrap it up. For two things, one, if I missed anything, if there's a song or a video you want to talk about before we wrap it up, and then if we covered everything, tell everybody where they can follow you on your social media, any websites, anything you want to plug there. All right, cool. Uh, well, I, I do have a website. Um, if you can, you can uh, look me up at aoqdivide.com. That's A-Y-O, the letter Q, D-A. Vibe.com, and you can find all my uh, music. You can find my, you can find links to my social media platforms like Instagram, um, TikTok, Twitter, and some of the write-ups that uh, was did on me, like the one on MTV Next Up. And um, I'll be looking for it. And uh, you come in on my videos, I always respond. Come in on YouTube, I always respond. Hit me up my DMs, I always respond. I love to talk to the people. So 
Look forward to hearing from you. Hold on a second. We, we, we ain't going to let you slip on that one. You just said you got it right up on MTV? Yeah, yeah, I had it right up on MTV next up, yeah. Hold on, now I can't let you go without talking about that. Give us give some more. That's pretty good. That's good stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. It was really dope, too. I, um, like I said, I grew up uh, watching MTV, of course, right? That's Me too. actually how I was introduced to Maroon. Maroon yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so for them to do that, it was, it was really, uh, really taken away by my song, my monster song. Nice. You know? Um, which I, yeah, which I try to tell people is not a Black Lives Matter song. It's just a song that kind of speaks on the fear of having to fear people that look like you, having to fear really everyone in the whole time of just somebody just trying to make it home at the end of the day. So I could appreciate them um, tapping in with me and, and doing that right up. It was real. It was a real. Dude, one of that's strong. Well written articles I've ever seen. That's strong. That's good stuff right there. Now, also, have you considered yeah. submitting any of your songs to, to World Star Hip Hop? Uh, I, I did. Um, I, I actually have had Monster on WorldStar.com. It did about forty thousand views in a day. Yeah, uh, I, I thought that's that, exactly. Uh, had, yeah, that's why I said that because they have a yeah. huge foundation. They have a huge, huge platform. Man, man, they do. I mean, like their Instagram is twenty-seven million. Their yeah. YouTube is about twenty-eight, thirty million. So, yep. I mean, they're really they have a real big reach you know what i mean yep. so yeah. and, they're, and they're really pretty good about helping people promote unsigned artists and and things like that they're, they're pretty good about it. yeah they're not biased at all they're they're, yep. they're they're they are all about their business but at the same time though man if you're willing to i tell people if you want to invest in yourself they're willing to work with you they are i, I actually seen a couple white hip-hop artists that they promote also so so you oh, man i've seen plenty yeah yeah so plenty. you're totally right don't even go viral because of it yep Yep, yep, you're totally right. They ain't biased at all, man. If you're good, and you know, they'll, they'll, they got you, man. So that's good stuff. All right, man. So one more time, tell everybody where they can follow you on social media. All right, so you can also find me on Instagram, Anthony Q Divide, or you can look me up on my website. Again, it's AOQDivide.com. All right, man. Well, look, I had a lot of fun talking to you. Keep in touch. When you got some more stuff you want to talk about, just, just hit us up and we'll get you back on, all right? All right, man. Sound good, man. I enjoyed myself.